Hello everyone, it is Chiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast, where we talk about everything women's wrestling within the week. And this week was definitely one of the people remember, especially in the AEW side of things. But before we start, let's just say something. Do not compare the two women's divisions. Thank you. Don't ever. It's not worth it. It's not worth Mm -hmm. it. Just, a, just standard wrestling and if you're gonna blame someone don't blame the women blame the company <laughs> exactly you know yeah there's just oh, really no fault. point in comparing it like um yeah let's say aew has one of the biggest highs right now but do not drag down the wwe people from that there tell aew to get a storyline first going before you come for them i'm sorry i'm just gonna get no, it out there still, already I saw some people saying, like, it's official. AEW now has a superior women's division. WWE is back in 2013. I'm like, I'm sorry, but Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa was barely a storyline. It's true. It's true. But, it was a great you know, match. But it was a great it. match. And we're going to talk about that later. But, you know, let's just focus on the positives right now. And shall we just move on. All right. So starting this week off, we got Monday Night Raw. And oh just, so for, just for the record, this is the go-home shows for Fastlane, which is kind of sad because I forgot about Fastlane. <laughs> is it Same. just me? You know, I like, like I, okay, I'm like, okay, so when's WrestleMania? <laughs> Same, like, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania, and Fastlane feels like a filler, so... It is. It feels, it feels really weird. But starting us off with Monday Night Raw, we got Divas tag team action featuring Naomi and Lana taking on Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. So the last time this match happened, it was, how long was it? Uh, one and a half minutes 30 seconds. or something? It 30 giving, seconds even? It was giving Emma and Paige versus exactly. the Bellatones. This match had a bit more time. I can, I can maybe accept it because it was a weekly tag team match. I still know they can do better. But mm-hmm. start us off. What do you think? How did the girls do? This is what Mandy and Dana need right now. And they <laughs> needed sure. it. They sure. needed this win so bad. Because um, so for some reason, okay, I think it's pretty I think it's pretty confirmed. Like at this point, the women's tag team championship is gonna be a multi-women match come WrestleMania. I How many that. teams will be involved? I have no idea, but I know it's gonna be more than two teams. So the fact that they were able to get this win, granted it wasn't the best match, like I was it was pretty average in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um it was def- it number one, it gave more credibility to them as a tag team because they've been taking a lot of L's recently. But um, I'm so happy for them. And you know what? Um, Shayna and I even being there was a plus. And although this was pretty overshadowed by the return of Asuka, let's be real. Because I was yeah. I was excited to see Asuka again. Same year, same year. Well, in, in my case, I agree. It's pretty average. But I am glad that Dana and Manny took the win because they've been losing. They've been on a losing streak. And remember they when they been. started off as a tag team, we were like, ooh, this could work. This is like Maurice and Jillian, you know, the modern version. <laughs> and, true. you know, um, it, they haven't reached their peak, especially for Mandy because Mandy came off this massive SummerSlam storyline mm-hmm. where she beat Which um, Sonya. Which led Nowhere. At least right now, she hasn't been going anywhere. So I hope this means this is a step forward for the tag titles. You never know. But yeah, it seems like for WrestleMania, it's going to be a multi-tag team match. So who do you think the other tag teams are going to be? I'm going to say Dana, Mandy, Naomi, Lana, and Natty Tamina. 
Um, I'm definitely gonna go Natty Tamina for sure. Um, I'll be honest, I don't see Dana and Mandy on the show just Ooh. because I'm a bit biased towards the Riot Squad, and I think oh, it, may, yeah. it would make more sense if it were like two Raw teams and two SmackDown teams. It would make more sense. Oh yeah, that would, that would be fair. That would be fair because Nia and Shayna are essentially on Raw. But yeah, hopefully the tag titles are away from the main women's championships after mm-hmm. this Sunday. But you know, as biased as I am, I really don't want that to happen. I'm sorry, Sasha. Love you. <laughs> but that that was it for that match. Next up we got Alexis Playground and holy shit. I think the thing that I want to talk about here is Alexa and Randy is official for fast lane. I'm so happy. Holy shit. Okay, let, do you think it's going to be a match or I feel like it's going to be a match, but it's a cinematic match. Same. I wouldn't be mad. Same, at like it. the lights will be out or something. What are your predictions? What do you think? It's going to be a cinematic match. I don't necessarily see them like grappling up, but I do see I, I do see them. Yeah, I yeah. do see them like going up against each other like physical wise like maybe Maybe a suplex to Alexa or something. Him throwing suplex. around or something. I can, I can honestly. <laughs> I can see that. that. I like to see it. And you know what? This has been building up for weeks. We've we've already seen an RKO to Alexa Bliss. So they better at least get some physical moves up against each other. And I want to go. I want to see a dark Alexa in there. So when Randy's just gonna go, she'll be like. <laughs> that's like a block. She's doing that Pokemon block or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, awesome. Pokemon block. Yeah. I don't know why. So. I just, I just want to see it. And when Randy brings out Nikki Cross, yes. I mean, we Why can dream. That? Okay, um, maybe not with that theme song, but maybe with voices at least. But I don't know. I have <laughs> no, no. I, I don't know how that'll work. But you know, it, we can, we can always dream. But I have high hopes for this match because when was the last time we advertised an intergender match? Like a legit one. Oh, yeah, well. Robert's still sort of legit, but I, but I remember there was a time when they were advertising Naya and Dean Ambrose. Oh, Reggie versus Oh, Reginald versus Sasha Banks. Why did I forget about that? Listen, Reggie's Reggie's on a vacation right now. He's in Mexico. He had his spa moment. His spa we all saw Mexico. that. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame him. But yeah, best of luck to this match. I hope it doesn't disappoint. Like it will get canceled or something. Because it better not. This is one of the biggest storylines on Raw mm-hmm. for the past year. So, best of luck. But moving on, we got our final match on Raw where we saw Shayna Baszler take on the returning Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Okay, bitch. Let me just start us off. I think this is the fire that we've been needing from Asuka. And it's sure. weird It's weird saying this because Asuka's always been fiery, but I feel like Recently, she's been in this... It's not really comedy, but, like, she's a bit lighter. You know, she's That's still true. hard-hitting in say. the ring, but she's very, you know, she's very happy-go-lucky. Like, you know, she dances a lot and sings a lot or whatever, which we love. We love that. <laughs> exactly like that. But, oh, my gosh, she gave us, like, a crazy-ass showing here. This is something I haven't seen from Asta in a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen this in a long time from her. She just removed that turnbuckle, exposed that metal thing, and just drove Shayna like face first to it. I was living for it a hundred percent. Same here. And oh my god, I'm just glad that she's like, you know, they're letting her change things up a bit so that she still stays fresh in some way. But oh wow, because you know, she lost her tooth 
Um, unin- um, as an accident, accidentally, no. Shayna, Shayna is a safe worker. I think we can all agree on that. She hasn't injured anyone, I like, legitimately. So, where do you think this is going? I actually, wait, talking about the match itself, first, I actually pretty enjoyed it for a return match actually, for Asuka. Actually, it was yeah, definitely true. pretty good. And it was also a good way of protecting Shayna Baszler because the finish wasn't necessarily the cleanest, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Asuka with her Britt Baker era and <laughs> Shayna's. I was about to say. <laughs> She's in her Britt Baker era. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I just got to agree with you. Like, this is the fire that Asuka has been needing. But it still saddens me right now that the, the Raw Women's Championship has no clear story on the way to WrestleMania. Like Charlotte Flair wasn't even on she wasn't even on Raw. And that was a big surprise to me. Like and we never got like some payoff with Peyton or something. Exactly. So I really hope with we're literally like less than a month away from WrestleMania. So I really hope that whatever build up that they give it to us, I would I wanna see it. Like, yeah. I have. I literally have nothing to say because I'm very disappointed. Like Oscar doesn't deserve Same. this after being after carrying the quarantine era. I would say with Bailey and Sasha. And where is Bailey on the Mania card? Hello. I don't know either. She. Oh, we all know what give, happened with the hosts. Um, we deserve Bailey and Billy Kay. Give them Bailey versus Beth Phoenix. Because you know they, they need to do that. No, because like the first person that I thought of, I'm like Bailey should go up against a legend. But then I realized who's one legend that they can always contact? Oh, Beth Phoenix. Beth. She's still in commentary. I mean, Kelly Kelly too. So yes, <laughs> I mean, I didn't lie though. Kelly. They always have Kelly Kelly. She's in Bailey the Belly and Kelly versus Kelly Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. But so, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, going, all really, that's all I really have to say about this match and. Come on, Raw, get your shit together. Mania's in three weeks. You know, um, before we do move on, I do want to say that Rhea Ripley is debuting next week. Next week. Do you think she might be in the title picture already come Mania or I not? I really hope it does. Like, there would be no... It would make absolute zero sense, in my opinion, to debut her and not put her in WrestleMania. One of the biggest shows, especially considering that she was there last year already. So um I'm not I know the I know the rumored card, so to speak. It's Charlotte versus Asuka one and one, but I'm really hoping it's a triple threat now with Rhea Ripley. Cause even though with little even with no build up, that match would be hype, like for me at least. And manifesting Rhea Ripley wins that match. <laughs> Honestly, I would root for anyone. Because here's the thing, if there's like one thing that Raw definitely needs right now, it's like a fresh and like a lot of things actually with Raw, AEW, and to NX. No, I wouldn't say NXT and SmackDown as well because like EO and Saja has had consistently good booking, I would say. Like even though with EO, um, the storylines aren't necessarily there, but you know, she's been turning it out each and every single match. The thing that the Raw and AEW definitely needs is a new fresh start, and one way to do that is with a new champion. Not to be rude, but I don't see Charlotte Flair providing that fresh air <laughs> just because she's Charlotte Flair and we've seen it before. So maybe yeah, yeah. Ripley as champion would definitely be for the better. And, you know, um, with the surplus of women on NXT, it is just like oh. a lot. It is just like inevitable that women like Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, and 
I'm thinking of like Santana Garrett even because she was on SmackDown this week. She was. So that was a maybe surprise. it's about time that those women go to the main roster and provide some new and exciting matches. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. But yeah, hopefully the Raw Women's title does get some sort of direction coming into me because we have three weeks left. So hope we get their footing in. But with that said, that was it for Monday Night Raw. Interesting amount. You know, for a three-hour show, once again, here we are with three things to review. Oh. Meanwhile, yeah, NXT UK has an hour. Exactly. Well, AEW said, I'm stepping it up. <laughs> Not anymore. Mm-hmm. The PB- PBP's been slandering us for too much. You know, we got to step it up yes. now. But yeah, that was it for Ross. So, Jiggy, continue the, continue the week. So NXT, and I just realized, pretty candid here right now, but I just realized I was rushing you earlier, even though we were supposed to have a five-second pause. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> and it's fine, it's, it's fine. It only, it only like, occurred to me right now. Oh, well, we're just going to edit that or something. But yeah, yeah. Um, for NXT, first, I thought there was something behind me. So for NXT, <laughs> first up, we got a segment that kind of excited me. So first, we started off Same. with a video package with... MB and Shotzi winning, winning the women's tag titles for an NXT women's tag title. And I don't know, I just want to say it again. It is so, I'm so happy to finally see a Filipino woman win with the WWE Championship. And they were just saying to, I forgot the interviewer's name. I'm like, oh, we're so happy to be <laughs> champions. And now we're going to do it. And outcomes, I did not see this coming at all. The Robert Stone brand. And they quoted what they were saying, which was like, if you have champions, you need challengers. They quoted what they were saying, and they basically challenged them onto a match. And can I just say, number one, Aaliyah's finally getting a championship match after eight years or something. I'm so this happy is, for her. This is her first title match in NXT. And how long has she been here? I'm so happy for her. Eight years, seven. Oh, my God. And Jessica Maya on the mic is something that I didn't know I needed. Because she honestly True. slayed that. See, for me, she was the star of that segment. Uh, Jessica Maya is actually growing on me, to be honest. I can, I can relate. I can relate. Mm-hmm. She's pretty interesting, too. So I really hope with this match... I don't hope it's just, I, um, knowing that this is only the second time these titles are going to be de- defended. Hopefully, it's not a squash match. They have shown, you know, even though um, Aliyah hasn't been on the winning side all too late, but she has been getting pretty consistent match time where she doesn't, it's not necessarily a squash match now. So I'm hoping that these two serve and with TakeOver. I don't. I forgot the name. It was like it, stand it was like stand up. And stand <laughs> I don't remember the name. <laughs> My bad. It's gonna be two nights of takeover. Number one, I really, I really hope that there's some sort of storyline with them right now. Maybe like bold prediction. I would say they're gonna go up against the way. So I want to see how that goes about. Yeah, I think they're going against the way too, just because of the shot Z and Candice rivalry. That's true. I'd like to. See so that's kind of it, right? That's kind of it for that song. I'm super excited for this match. 100% deserve for Aaliyah. And, you know, as we're, as, and as we're talking about new talent like Aaliyah getting that championship match, we're also getting more new talent with a sun is rising and her name 
is Saray. So, wow. Okay, number one, the name change. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Saray. I, mean, I was like, Saray. Saray to Saray. Well, to be fair, though, like, even William, in, like, the video that they showed her signing the contract, they said Saray. But, yeah, I don't know, bitch. I watched Joshi Wrestling, and they pronounced it as Saray. So, mm-hmm. that was a bit, like, maybe this is, like, their way of, like, rebranding her because, like, you know, copyright issues and all. So... Saray is finally here. I'm so excited. I was a bit surprised they didn't announce her for the big, the one with Taya Valkyrie and all that um, class of performance center people. But I'm super, number one, I'm super hyped for Saray and I'm really hoping that TakeOver, I'm just going to say TakeOver in WrestleMania week is right around the corner. And I have been saying that hmm, with the rate that it's going, I only see the NXT women having two or three matches. And I can easily see Saray's debut as one of those matches, besides the two championship matches. I'll take it. You know what? Honestly, I'll, I'll say it right now. Give me Saray versus Zaya Lee. Yeah, they're right there. Give me Saray versus Io. No, I'm kidding. That's that's oh, too that much. Was, that was such a story. Not Raquel, but, but it, it better happen in the future. In the future. But I want to know. I really want to know that if they're gonna have Saray up in there, who is there to feud against her? And why? Why did I think of Danny Jordan? Danny <laughs> Not Jordan. Danny Jordan. Um, maybe. Who do we have? Oh my god. I bet they're just gonna give her to Aaliyah or something. <laughs> no, but not Aaliyah. You have a lot of options now. There are a lot of girls, so and like, there's plenty. And like with the topic of takeover, can I just say with literally the Imperium showing up and Jordan Devlin, can we have some NXT UK women on the NXT? Exactly. Takeover? Like Kaylee give me Ray. a Kaylee. Give me mm-hmm, unpopular opinion. I want to see Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai. They've actually had a match before on NXT. Right? It was pretty good. And they've had like a lot of history against one another. Not to mention, I, th- I think a lot of people tend to forget this, but Dakota Kai was from was originally from NXT UK. So Oh yeah, she's she was there. <laughs> oh my god, I did like, forget about she was in that tournament people, thing. Mm-hmm. So it would be such a great moment to see what how far they've come as a whole. And you know, even though I I, I kind of doubt it at this rate, um, I'm not exactly sure of the travel protocols to the UK, to the US, yeah, or something. Yeah. But you know, we could dream. We could see IDC like Kaylee Ray or like Mako Satamura. But I can dream. So can dream. I'm really excited for story. What What can you say? What can you say about it? You know, I'm glad that they're up, they're stacking up a bit on Japanese wrestlers in terms of the women's division. Because who do we have? We have Asuka, Io, Mako, Saray. Am I missing Saray. someone? Ka- Kairi, but she's no longer there. Yeah, Ka- she she's um you know she was ambassador. The she was the blueprint the for the girls the there. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm glad that they're getting these girls in here. You know, mm-hmm. to showcase their talent, and we have one girl from each. You know. Mako's in UK, Saray's in NXT. Saray, I'm Saray. so sorry. Saray's in NXT. <laughs> um, Oscar's on Raw. Sa- Sasha, girl, what's going on? SmackDown is the only one without one. Ooh, interesting. Wait. So, oh yeah, there's none. Oh wow. Yeah, there's none. So SmackDown, you better get Mayu Iwatani very soon. Not Our kidding. Starlight Kid. <laughs> Our Star. Oh my god, we should talk. We should talk about her one time. One, one of these kid. days. Oh my god, I love Starlight Kid. Same here. She's crazy. Is she actually like a kid? Because I saw her doing moon salts and all that. She's a, she's not a. She's like in her early twenties. I'm pretty sure. Oh, That's okay. why she's called Starlight Kid. <laughs> okay, I can see that. But 
yeah, I'm glad that they're introducing Joshi wrestling more in WWE mm-hmm. in terms of women because you know AEW is doing amazing with that, That's um, true. especially with the tournament. But yeah, I'd like to see what Saray can do because I'm not familiar with her Same. too much. So I'll do my research. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there with the surgeon insurgents. With the rise of amount of Joshi representation yeah, yeah. in WWE, I hope to see more lucha representation, especially now that um, I know Catalina is there. She has a new name. I, I keep on forgetting it. I don't Catalina remember. Cortez, I... I'm pretty sure. Something Cortez. Maybe, yeah. maybe. It was something like that. Catalina's up in there too. Taya Valkyrie. So I'm really hoping lucha wrestling gets. I want to see more. I want to see more lucha wrestlers up in there because that has very Mysterio, arguably one of the most successful WWE superstars, is part of that lucha resume. And I really hope that will really push WWE to get lucha wrestlers. So, yes, Sir Ray, it's been literally a year in the making since she was signed. Yeah. So, I'm. Let's just see how it goes. And like, here's the thing, though. Like now that she's like full on with WWE, so wow. Uh, let's just see. How, oh my god, yes, I'm just super excited, excited to see what she has to offer. I've seen a couple of her matches, specifically up against like Sheeta and Mako, and this girl can go. So that's all I have to say about that. So up next, we got a one-on-one match with Zoe Stark up against Dakota Kai. Actually, Troy, I'll give you, I'll leave you to this one. Go to start ahead. All right, so. I'm glad that they gave Dakota like a match after um, her and Raquel's loss last week. Cause you know, remember how we were like, "Oh, I'm scared now that Raquel's coming for EO and Dakota might be lost in the mix." I'm glad that they gave her this match to showcase what she can do, but they also showcased what Zoe can do. And I know we saw that when Zoe faced EO, but Zoe and Dakota actually have really good chemistry. I'm not familiar if they've worked with each other in the Indies outside of WWE or anything. But they they work quite well. Um, Zoe is obviously the powerhouse of the match, whereas Dakota's the technical, you know, striker. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's a good mix. It was it was highly competitive, you know. Granted that we only had two matches this no, it was the only match this week. Um, it was still pretty competitive. Like I'll take it. I'll take it. It was good. Um, I'm I'm happy that Dakota won. I don't know how to feel about Zoe Stark having these hype up vids and then losing, but I can see why mm-hmm. she would have lost because it's not like Dakota de- deserves to lose twice, girl. No, I would have been pissed. But it it was a great showing. It was a great showing for her, and it's a nice start for Zoe's career in NXT. Dakota, thankfully, she got the win. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. At least for that part, for the ending. I guess we'll get to that later, but. That's all I have to say. Dakota Kai needed this win. And I can't emphasize that (laughs) enough. She needed this win so bad. And I'm so happy that she finally got it. And, you know, with this one, I definitely think, though, that um, um, Zoe Stark. I was like, who? Zoe Stark. There we go. um, could have afforded this loss just because um, she's pretty new in here. So, you know, she can be like a Shotzi Blackheart of 2021. And who knows? She might be champion very soon. That's what I definitely see her role as right no, now. No, never know. So it was a pretty technical and fast, not not a fast-paced match. I'm so happy that these two women got their time. I keep been talking. 
if you're just going to give these women 90 seconds or something. There's no point. So I'm so happy that they finally got their time. And I'm so happy that Dakota Kai won clean. Because quite frankly, Cleanly. I don't remember the last time she won clean. I'll so be honest. It's been a roll-up from what I remember. And Dakota Kai... <sighs> give me a... Oh my... Dakota Kai versus Saray. Hold up. Hmm. Oh, pause. Ooh. Wait. For her so, debut. So on... So on okay, I'm gonna dream I'm gonna dream a little bit right here. So for takeover, we're gonna get Raquel versus Eo, um, the way versus Shati and Ember. Give me Zaya and Kaden. I mean Zaya and Kaden, Kaden and Casey up against Zaya and Tiansha. Because I think Tiansha is gonna wrestle now for real. Yeah, I feel that. And yeah, then give me Saray versus Dakota Kai. Oh my god, that hire me WWE. Give it hire get me. her now. Get her now. <laughs> and does so, any yeah, even have that many like storylines for two nights? How many men's titles do they have? Exactly. They only have like. Do they have a they mid have like, card? They do. Like they have the North American Championship. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the Dexter Loomis thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember now. Okay. So I just, I just wanna. I'm a bit surprised that they got two nights, but you know what? If it gives us more women's matches, let it be. Thank God. Let it be. So yeah. So let's just go on to the ending of this match where we saw Io Shirai come out and. Immediately, she just doesn't care about Dakota. She was like, I, "Okay, I, she's okay. like, she's like no. been there, done that," and goes to Raquel, and she was like, "Sign the contract, bitch. Sign she the fucking contract." Just threw it at her chest, and Raquel was like, "Bitch, I will." So, Ooh. what can you say about that? As much as I'm very happy that Raquel's getting her match, and that Eo's the one who approached Raquel, it. It like you know gives more credibility to Raquel, if anything. Like mm-hmm. Raquel wasn't the one who wants EO, EO's the one who wants Raquel. So I love that extremely. But when when she looked at Dakota and just move, I was so hurt because this is exactly what I was afraid of in this rivalry that Dakota was gonna be set to the side. But I do have well, I, I have a really bad feeling. No, it's not really bad, but I have a feeling. Dakota has something up her sleeve. I don't know what it is, but I feel like she has something, you know, because she's not she's not new to backstabbing her best friends. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and it's kind and if she does, you know, it could be full circle because you know she backstabbed Tegan and then Raquel saved her and gave her the win. So now if she backstabs Raquel, I don't know. I don't know where she's going with this. So guess we'll just see. But it's really interesting. I just love Dakota. I think I'm just biased. <laughs> Same. Dakota Kai has been one of the most underused talents for me in the past few years. So, um, it's just a bit, I don't know. I don't even have like the words for it anymore, <laughs> like at this rate. So, I'm just happy that she's still somewhat involved in the title picture. So, um, finally, we got one last video with Zaya Lee. And she basically said, I'm coming for you, Kaden and Casey. And so it's, she's so right for that, honestly. Like, I'm so excited for Zaya. Zaya Lee has been one of the up the rising stars, and I'm even go, I'm even go, I'm even going far as saying that if it's not let's say Raquel to take the title of Io Shirai, it's a, it should be Zaya Lee for me. I agree with you, hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as saying that, but 
I'm really excited though. Like NXT is such a great platform to building up women who have literally done nothing. Because Zaya Lee before 2020 has literally done nothing. No shade. She's made like two rumble appearances and that's it. The iconic rumble appearances And the people were like, who's this? <laughs> well, now you know who she is. Now you know who she is. So I'm really hoping that we get more of this. And Casey and Kaden, well, specifically Casey, <laughs> happens when you don't put your mask. <laughs> I lied one half. Girl. I knew you were going to get that joke out there. but Okay, that's all I got to say. Same here. Um, You know what? I really need Zaylee to go over with this one, if ever, because I love Casey mm-hmm, and Kaden, you know. You know, Kaden is a lovely Filipino representation as well. But oh my god, imagine if Casey and Kaden take on Shadzi and Ember. Oh my god, I'll I'll just root for oh my god. Not the civil war. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go whatever. I don't care. Like, oh, Laban Filipinas or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll take it either way. But with Zaylee and Kaden Kaysen specifically, I think Zaya and Tiansha allegedly. They need to t- they need to go over just so that they can be more credible. But I guess we'll just see. You never know. It's unpredictable. That's true. So without further ado, that is actually it for NXT. It was pretty lackluster. Not not, not really lackluster, but we, I kind of expected more. But you know what? They've been carrying the entire women's wrestling. For the women's past wrestling. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what? I'll give them a pass for this one. But moving on to the UK, and we got there. We go with the UK with their eight million videos once again. And first one is <laughs> up against Isla Dawn, and again, of course, since there were tire cards, I was invested right away. Go. Ahead. I so, don't know what, what it means, I'm, so just I'm gonna, say it. I'm gonna just go right and say it. So the two cards that were shown is that the devil and death, and you know, this is for me. This was. This was on par to like I feel like what she's trying to go for here because number one, devil and death. At from the outside looking in, if you don't know much about tarot cards, it seems like horrible cards, bitch. But really, the deeper meaning to that, it is not actually there. I don't think there's any bad tarot card if you were to ask me. But the deeper meaning to that is the devil is all about freedom, and death is all about the reincarnation the death of something old and the reincarnation so i feel like she's really going for a full repackage over here and oh, this wow. is just making me 100 percent okay. like um scarlet bordeaux i'm not gonna forgive that one time you had tarot <laughs> cards on so this is how you do it so yes <laughs> the reason why i was laughing a while ago because when you brought up tarot I, re- I immediately remembered scarlet and how you were dragging her <laughs> I was, I was like, like girl. Oh my god, speaking of Scarlet, she she got she took a bump this week. I forgot to bring that up oh, yeah. if ever. Where did she get up? She looked like she got speared by Caitlyn, but she did. <laughs> she did. But anyways, her tarot cards are they might as well be Uno cards, but anyways. <laughs> um yeah, if based off what you said, I am interested in what Isla Dawn has in store. I don't know what kind of reincarnation she has. M- maybe the next Becky Lynch, you never know, the man era. But I guess I look forward to it. I look forward to it because for the, the I think the the last time we saw her in the ring was against Mako during Mako's debut on NXT UK. So, and ever since then, she hasn't really been doing anything aside from this and the video last week. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to see her do her thing inside the ring. But this, 
-hmm. was amazing. That's for sure. Period. And I just really want to see more um, more of Isla Dawn. She's been taking a lot of L's lately. Like, she has. Ever since we watched, like, we reviewed NXT UK, she's gotten, like, one win. And you know what? I think, I'm going to say it, her matchup against Mako Satomura proved to me that this girl can go. Like, you know what? She, she was big. Because, like, I think the key, I think, I think they pretty forget that these that these women are pretty um big on the UK scene and you know um it's introduction to us fans may you be in may be in America or something like that or like us in the Philippines so let's just hopefully um let's see we get to see more about that which begs me to my next point you can't push everyone okay <laughs> so, true true sorry if the background is pretty noisy right now but without further ado let's just move on to the first match and with up against Danny Luna going up against Mako Satomura. So what can you say about it? Well, first and foremost, um, I was excited to see Danny Luna in the ring for the entrance. I was like, okay, that, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm happy that she's getting booked until I found out that she was going up against Mako. I was like, oh, okay. she She's not winning this one. However, I will say she had a pretty Great showing, you know. I I remember I explicitly remember the spot where Mako was trying to go for a frog splash, but then she got kicked and you know she fell down. And then Danny did this crazy ass, like deadlift suplex from, like while she was standing on top of the bottom rope. And it reminded me of when Cesaro used to do that. I don't know if she, I don't know if he still does it, but you know it's a crazy show of strength. So the fact that Danny can do that to someone like Mako. Like, wow, that's really impressive. Um, I think it's the same thing with Isla Dawn in the case that, you know, if you come up against Mako, I'm not going to expect that you're going to win the match, but I will expect that you need to um, keep up with her with her speed, with her, with her agility, with everything else that Mako has. You know, and I think Danny Luna definitely, you know, she can definitely hang with Mako Sadamore, and she proved that there. Um, but aside from that, you know, Mako doing traditional Mako stuff, she's been she's been amazing ever since she got here. And she I don't think she's ever had a bad match at all. And so this just further makes her more credible. You know, I know she lost the title, she lost the title match two weeks ago, but I hope this isn't the last time that. We're seeing Mako on NXT UK because she's too talented to be, you know, just dropping by and leaving. So, and I don't think she's leaving very soon because the fact that she had this, mess, mm -hmm. yeah, means she's staying. But if, if there was amazing. one way for her to not no longer be there is to like just have the championship match and not be there. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I wasn't really the biggest fan of this match. I don't know why. I, it didn't click with me that much, like personally. Okay. But these two women kind of showed it. Maybe it was just because like. Danny Luna was literally getting all of this hype. Then for her just to lose, <laughs> like, yeah, I can see that. Me. But you know, um, I know that maybe it's because I was actually watching a lot of like progress wrestling before this match happened, and I watched okay. Danny Luna versus Mako Satamura. And that was a really great match. So maybe I was expecting a little bit more from this, but oh. you know what? It's not a pay-per-view match, so I can't really do much about that. But with this as a whole, I'm very happy that, number one, Mako is still here. But hopefully, 
we get a better showing of Danny Luna because I don't know why. I just wasn't that big of a fan of this one. But these two, maybe it's a chemistry thing that I wasn't really a, a really big fan of. But these two women individually really great wrestlers. And I know this won't take away from any of what they're doing. So props to them. So up next, we got a video of Ginny and Joseph Connors, where Ginny and Joseph basically said, like, y'all won once, and apparently Joseph is facing... Yeah, he- here's how forgetful I am. I forgot his name again. Zach <laughs> I don't remember. Something, something like it that. Might, I, think it it's called, I know it's Stars is somewhere in there, so apparently they're going to have, like, another a one-on-one match with the men, and quite frankly... Anna <laughs> Gagan. <laughs> but so, I think, do you think we'll get Piper and Ginny again in the future? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Just because we've seen it a lot of times. But it's I won't true. be mad if they do, just so that we have more content, you know, on NXT UK. But. Mm-hmm. So let's just go on to see what happens with that. And up next, another Danny Luna video where she basically. Was like I'm another, gonna regroup. So, another Danny Luna video. <laughs> you sound like no, you're so tired of her. <laughs> no, no, it's because like NXT UK keeps on giving us these videos with no like aftermath whatsoever. So, quite frankly, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. No, I mean like not, not really sick of it, but like I can see, I can see. Like I'm not like, gagging anymore. I'm not gagging. Like mm-hmm. no. So with that further with that said, um that is it actually I lied. We got one more video with Zyberg and Nina Samuels and I was about to realize they're one month is about to finish and I'm I'm honestly a bit disappointed that like, this is all they did. Girl, they could have done so much with Zai and Nina in the ring. Like girl, like even with this segment, like sure, it was a, it was a bit funny, but I don't know, like majority of it was like dead air. In a way, I wasn't I think, a fan. Yeah, I wasn't gagging. Like, oh my god, when Zaya just kicked the bucket, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, no one's gonna say anything. No, okay. I feel like Zaya hasn't clicked with me as much, you know, as a face in terms of this storyline with her and Nina. Just cause, I don't know. I I had higher hopes with Nina as a Bella Butler. But of course, <gasps> they 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 didn't get booked on in like in the ring. So I believe this is the third week. I think next week might be the last week of her being wow an, an assistant. And what happens after that? Are they gonna feud again? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't. Ha- I don't know anything. What do you think? It's a bit disappointing. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be rude or anything. But like. I expected more out of it. So that's a bit unfortunate to say the least. So that's all I'm really going to say. So without further ado, I guess that's it for NXT UK. So I'm just a bit disappointed that they don't have their own takeover event or something. Like on WrestleMania week, they're kind of being left out. Like I know Jordan Devlin is going to have a match and so is Walter, I think. But besides that, the women got nothing. Actually, I I know that they have an event, 
on WrestleMania weekend. It's not a, it's not called Takeover though. I don't remember oh, what, what it's it? called. I'm gonna research it later on, but they have something. Actually, let me Google it real quick. NXT UK event, WrestleMania event. They named it something. Oh, here we go. Prelude. There we go. NXT UK Prelude. I don't know what they're gonna do there or how long it's gonna be, but it's called a special event for WrestleMania 37 week. Air on Thursday, April 8th. That's usually oh. oh, that's usually like the NXT UK time. So interesting. Maybe okay. it's like a longer version of their usual yeah. episode, like a special so, dynamite, like something like that. Not a special you know dynamite, I mean? <laughs> but like that's how I see it. That's how I see it. So yeah, let's just see how it goes with that. So, any comments for NXT or NXT UK? Not more. I expect more build up towards Takeover because it's very soon. But for now, I guess I'll take it. That's exact. That's same here, honestly. So let's just go on to SmackDown. All right. So closing this week off, we got Friday Night SmackDown, and it has the same amount of content as Raw. But, I'm not gagging. But you know, for a two-hour show, I guess I guess we can sort of tolerate it a bit more. So first up, we got for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Can I just say when I woke up? Today's a Saturday. No, it's a Sunday. When I woke up yesterday, I was like, oh, Sasha Banks is defending her title. I forgot. Was I the only one who forgot that Sasha versus Nia was happening? I, I was honestly, I was really looking forward to this match, so I didn't necessarily. Ooh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, it just came, like, I, I was just like, it, I just forgot about it for some reason. But I will say, can we talk about how Sasha and Nia have always had great chemistry? Like, is it just me? Like they've had matches. Underrated chemistry. Underrated chemistry for sure. This is like Oscar and Naya, you know. Uh And who who could ever forget that historic gauntlet match? You know, Maurice's favorite gauntlet (laughs) match where Sasha and Naya were the final two. No, don't even. You know, when they were the final two, and that was in Boston, right? That was in Boston, Uh and they were just going crazy for Sasha and Naya, and. You know, I think they did exactly the same here. I think the most notable part was the spot where Naya had Sasha in that. What do you call that? It's like a leg submission where the legs wrapped around the person's neck. And then she just threw Sasha's head head first into the turnbuckle. I don't know what move it is. I think Brock Lesnar did it some time ago or something. Mm-hmm. But Something like that. That was, that was great. Um, but besides that, did anyone really see Naya winning? Because I didn't like. I think Reginald did. Not Reginald. He's he's in Mexico, as we stated, or he's in Mexico. He's in, he's having his spa moment. He had cucumbers on his eyes, but yeah, I'm glad that it was it wasn't a super clean finish. It it was essentially clean because you know Shayna was the one who kicked Knight in the face. That's true. But yeah, Sasha retained as she should. You know, she laughed about it afterwards. But what do you think of the match? This match was pretty. I honestly enjoyed it pretty well. Like I'm a, it was okay in my opinion. Like it wasn't as good, like as I'd say, like a pay-per-view match or anything. But you know what? For what it was, it was pretty good in my opinion. And you know, um, for me, the only really bad thing about it was really the finish, just because. What was like? Mm, it was a bit too weak for me. Or something, and I know some people are saying that. 
oh, WWE is protecting Nia Jax. Like, I don't know why they're doing this. But for me, it puts the tag, the tag teams, like, up to par on against, like, against, like, the against like the main championship so for me i don't have a problem with that at all so hopefully we get to see more of the tag championships very soon and i am manifesting that it's going to be a great thing and it better be but with mm-hmm. that said we got a quick fall follow-up onto this match we got a shana baszler and naya jack segment and basically naya was pissed because <laughs> shana yeah. gave her a chick kick no, like i lied she that gave her, yeah, that wasn't chicken. That was, I'm thinking of someone with a, with a knee. I can't even remember. I'll go with Mandy Rose, the Rose Thorns or something. She gave her a knee <laughs> in the face, and she was just Rose pissed. Rose Thorns. Rose Thorns. Thorn. Rose Thorn. What's it called? Thorn. I, don't I don't know. Never mind. I only know Bed of Roses. But basically, Shayna said, "I want a match with Bianca." And how many times have we seen Bianca and Shayna this year? Like up against each other, like they've had like Loki a lot of matches, and I think let's just do a quick segue into Shayna and Bianca's match. Like they've never had a bad match, like ever. Like it's just they've 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 had always great chemistry since NXT, uh and that's true. I I feel like whenever Shayna has a match with Bianca, Shayna needs to like move a bit faster because she was doing Uh some flips here. Did you know that she was flipping? I was like. Okay, Jillian Hall. I see. Not Jillian Hall. <laughs> you know, so I love that. Um, how long was this match? I remember it was relatively... It was like three minutes, four... Three minutes, yeah. And then, you know, Naya was just pissed. And so she walked out. And then we all saw what happened. Do they have a name yet? I'll just go with the boat and the yacht. Because that's what Natty said on Instagram. Okay. The boat and the yacht. Natty and Tamina coming out to attack. So... Do you think this is confirmation that Natty and Tamina are going for the titles at Mania? I am excited and I definitely hope it does. They better. As it should. But yeah, it was a great match. What do you think? Any comments? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, There wasn't really that much to say about it besides the fact that, you know what? Yes. It was a pretty good match. Like for what it was, it was pretty okay. And... I'm hoping that Natalia and Tamina have like some sort of interference on on Sunday on Fastlane. Hopefully, and I hope they do get added to the title match because if they do, I I'm actually gonna be rooting for them because they have been so uh, so underlooked for the, the entirety of their career. So it would just make sense, especially especially Tamina. I need to see Tamina. Win the title like legitimately. Natalia, no. Oh my god, is this from Sasha's like makeup video? No. Oh my god, don't even. That was iconic. Natalia, Natalia, not that. I remember. I wanted to do that, and then I can't wait. Natty's Natty on Total Divas being like winning the tag team championship. It reminds me of my uncle Bret Hart when he was on WWE. Not even. No, it's gonna be Jimmy Snuka this time because she's with Tamina. She's gonna say all of the legends Tamina at this on Total point. Divas. We actually deserve Tamina on Total Divas. Why she's is that not a She's like yet? an honorary cast member, so to speak. I would say. Which, like, she's like there pretty often, but she's never like the main cast. But you know what? What make her main cast, guys? Like Total Divas has been like off air for like a year now. Not because like. like not because it's canceled, but just because pandemic. 
So once it goes back, give it to us. Agreed. Well, with that said, that was it for SmackDown. Um, and that was, the, that was the whole go home week for Fastlane. I don't know what to feel about Asuka not defending the Raw Women's title for three pay-per-views in a row. But hopefully it changes at Mania. Hopefully it changes because she's back now. As for the tag titles, best of luck to both teams. If you ask me, I'm going to be biased. But the right way to go is for Shayna and I to retain. But with that said, that was it for WWE. So I guess let's head on to a very special, special spotlight of mm-hmm. the week. So for this week's special spotlight, we got a news that really made me smile. Yes. <laughs> I so love I the pun the there. I have an idea <laughs> over there. So it started with Warrior Wrestling tweeting out smiley. And at that moment, I was just like, no way. No fucking way. Like, Kylie Ray is coming back. And for the record, for those who don't know, she is the Warrior Wrestling Women's Champion right now. And she only defeated Troy's favorite women's wrestler, Tessa Blanchard, to win that championship. Excuse me! <laughs> y'all, y'all, that was a joke, by the way. If anyone wants to come yes. for me, please. For legal reasons, that was a joke. So, yes, that is a joke. But Kylie Ray is finally making her return. Um, number one, I definitely respect Kylie's decision of not showing up to Impact or something like that. Um, she yeah. has to take care of her mental health and all. And I can see her no, not being in the big stages for, for the next few years. I really hope that Kylie does well defending. But she's defending her Warrior Women's Championship up against Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is popping up in every promotion now, guys. I'm she so is. Happy. Oh, my gosh. No, except for WWE. True. Maybe to sign. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she's going to be there soon. But you know what? I'm just so happy to see Kylie Ray back. Um, Warrior Wrestling is, I would even say, the perfect um, place for her to re- return in just because it's a Chicago-based um, Chicago-based wrestling company. And their events, I'm not exactly sure how often Kylie wants to wrestle, but their shows are only like every so often, like especially now. So maybe this, this gives her like some time off to think, so on and so forth, if what she wants to do. And hopefully, we get to see more of Smiley Kylie Ray. For sure. And I'm glad she didn't go to Impact because there are two girls there who do not respect mental health. But with, (gasps) you know, she needs a safe space, y'all. She's been through a lot. And we know that, you know, she's talked about it a lot in the past. And so Mm -hmm. I'm glad that she's, you know, even though she's retired, you know, no one really retires in wrestling, but even though she's retired, you know, she, she acknowledges that this is her passion. She wants to wrestle, bitch. You know, this is what she wants to do. But she's doing it step by step. You know, she's starting off a bit smaller again. You know, she doesn't want to go directly up there to the big mm-hmm. leagues, as you said. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like the big gag if she actually left Impact for WWE? I could dream. <laughs> Honestly, never know. Never know. Un- un- until you find out she's actually been signed. Pause. <gasps> Like Wait, Cora Jade what, era, like she'll be an age. What, what are they like, gonna call her? They're gonna call I her like Kendall Kylie Jenner. Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, not, not us, not us being in sync, but okay. I'm just really happy for her. That's it, that's all I can mm-hmm. say. Same, I'm so happy for Kylie Ray. 
And I don't know. I don't normally watch Warrior Wrestling, but I will be watching Thunder Rosa versus Kylie. I can tell you. And maybe will. even like a review special or something. Let's just see how that goes. And without further ado, let's just move on to probably the biggest week for this company when it comes to women's wrestling. Let's go to AEW. Okay, so for Dark Elevation. So one of my big fears for Dark Elevation was it's not going to give us pretty competitive matches. And to an extent, I was right. <laughs> Except for the, <laughs> there were some. Like, there were some. But you know what? Let's just get right into it. First, first up, we got the return match of Big Swole up against another returning person that we haven't seen in a while, actually, Skylar Moore. And honestly, I can't really remember much. Like, Dirty Dancing. I was about to say Dirty Period. Deeds. Dirty <laughs> Deeds? Dirty Dancing, one, two, three. You know what? As long as big souls get in booked, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm not happy with how they're keep getting treated inconsistently, but she's on TV. So no, I guess I mean, like, she was she took good. a break. So I wouldn't necessarily Oh yeah, she took a break. Okay, my bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, I can I can I can accept it now. And up next here we got Tai Confi going up against So Troy, go right ahead. What can you say about it? You know you love Tai Conti so much, so go right ahead. I do. Um you know, first of all, I, I love Ashley Vox too, but where's her tag team part? Like not even like manager or something. No, cause, like cause Ashley I know Ashley Vox is like a relatively bigger name in the indie scene, but people mm-hmm. like at least in my case, I know her as a part of a tag team, as a part of the Same. C-Stars, right? So Give if you're going to get her... Versus and right? So that Ivelisse and Diamante have something to do aside from hold their medals. <laughs> 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 you know? So at least have, you know, have her tag team partner. Oh my God, what's her name again? I am so awful Delmi at these XO. names. There we go. Delmi XO. At least have her like be a manager, like as long like as long as she's there, so that we know. Because Ashley Vox is not a singles competitor; she's a tag team competitor, okay. But on the other hand, Ty Conti, I love me some Ty Conti. You know, she's doing her typical mat based, um, judo style. But I thought the DDT finish was last week. I I was surprised that they she mm-hmm. brought it back this week. I don't know. I still don't know what to feel. Because, I don't know. I know she does a hammer lock, but I don't know. I don't know about it. She has so much more moves in her arsenal that she can use That's as a true. finisher. And Ty Ashley Vox, right? Ty K.O., what else? Armbar, even? I know she used it, mm-hmm. like, once. The but... Lotus Lock? Yeah, the Lotus Lock, too. She has so much moves. So, I think this DD- this DDT, she can use it when she's facing up opponents of... Maybe if their opponents are bigger than her, because you know how is she yeah. gonna give Nyla Rose a tie <laughs> KO? You know how can she do that? I but feel like she can, though. She tries. I actually I feel like because Nyla Nyla's very like cooperative. Like she can jump mm-hmm. for you know for it to happen. But Ashley Vox is relatively smaller, so she is girl Ty Conti. I know you can do better. Um, I know it's not your fault, but I hope they let you use more of your moves. So. Yeah. That's all. That's my take. Just and just to like put it out there already, like now that Anna J is gone for the meantime, officially please make her be a member a member of the Dark Order. <laughs> like she negative not- one is literally coming out with him. 
How long has it been since she hasn't since she took that like since we started reviewing this show? We're at like episode thirty three or thirty two. It's been it's been eight it's been months. Thirty two almost. <laughs> Girl, mm mm, saying it. I don't know. We don't have we don't that. have any we don't have any women in the Dark Order. So maybe Maki Ito. <laughs> I lied. Actually, oh no, because I don't know. If he's oh wait, she's a heel in being the elite, she was there with. Um, she was there. She was. Oh there. yeah, because they're rival factions. Mm-hmm. And think, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And up next for AEW Dark Elevation, we got Red Velvet. Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Going up against Danny Jordan, and we were talking about Red Velvet. I mean, like Jade Cargill's look last week, but can we talk about Red Velvet's look for a second? I really dig this new chic Lord. one piece style. And it, the it shows like the fire and desire. Not the fire and desire. The fire and desire. I, I was about to say fire and flavor. Actually, I lied. Who? <laughs> I I have no. I don't know who these girls are. So honestly, Danny Jordan with an entrance again. So I think AW has like some sort of like trust in. If you have an entrance, you they have some sort True. of trust in you guys. True. Same with Tasha Price. Same and with right, Tasha, yeah, Price. Tasha Price. Yes, Tasha Price has. They both of them have yet to win a match yet. They have had an entrance have every entrances. single time. So Queens. Wow. Entrances are basically the women's championships for the enhancement <laughs> talents. If you have an entrance, you're one of the top girls. <laughs> it's true. So that's kinda it for no no, I didn't even talk about the match. Hold on. Oh yeah. Me- so um I don't really have that much to say except like, yeah, she just she just gave her the spotlight kick by Tennille Jackson. Spotlight kick, what's it called? The spotlight kick. Just desserts. Oh my god. Just desserts. Just desserts. Like, just desserts. Yeah. Yeah. So one, two, three, and we got a winner. And Actually, without sure. further, without further ado, we move on to the next match with Abdul going up against Ray Lynn. So try, I'm gonna make you take the lead on this one. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, or have we never seen Raylan on AEW? Is she a new face? I think we've seen her like once, but I don't necessarily like remember much. About yeah, because her name sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen her in the Indies like once. Like she's like she's pretty popular in the Indies, I think. She, yeah, I think she is because her name is very familiar and her look too. But anyways, once again with Abaddon, I'm glad that she's getting her stuff in. I really thought she she was the one who was gonna beat Cheetah, but. We lied to Same. ourselves several times. Um, I'm glad she's still getting booked. You know, that's what's important here. Mm. But what do I think of how she's being used right now? She can definitely do a whole lot better. Because she is on par with, potentially, she could potentially be on par with Alexa Bliss, given a I good would, story yeah, line. Right? Like, mm-hmm. come on. You guys have so much potential right there. And the best you can do is... A match with no, no offense to Ray Lynn, but like a match on dark elevation. Like, I know it's like That's a, a, a new show, so she's getting booked. But storyline, storyline, we're the writers, do your jobs, girl, get your pens and your papers, and do something because <laughs> Abaddon is a talent you do not want to sleep on. She won, exactly. but I don't know where she's going from here. Yeah, like just, that's just really disappointing because she is such a big and complex character that AEW has yet really to take a deep dive on. So the fact that she has no storyline whatsoever, it's a bit disappointing because like with WWE, we have Zaya Lee, Alexa Bliss, and uh, in Impact Wrestling, we have Rosemary and Sue Young. 
And, and I oh yeah, Isla Dawn, of course, in the WWE. And Scarlett Bordeaux, but she doesn't use real tarot cards. Oh, no, she's a fake. <laughs> you go drag course, her. And then of course, in like let's say outside of that, we have like Det Yamasan from Stardom. And we have Mahoko Rone from Toki Joshi Pro. Okay, and, research. <laughs> no, I just noticed. This is a lot. So yeah, yeah. That just goes to show on how big these big characters are, and maybe WWE, AEW can like find like the right booking for Abaddon, and hopefully, hopefully, just hopefully, they do something with her. So, shall we, moving on to the next match, we got Diamante up against Layla Gray. And first up, I'm going to say here is, wow, Diamante again with the match. I don't know what happened to Ivelisse, but she's in Mexico. She wasn't, she wasn't even in this match. She wasn't even like, you know, it's the same thing with Ashley Vox. Like she's, well, essentially she was a singles competitor before AEW, mm-hmm. but she's being booked as a tag, um, tag team wrestler. So yeah. why isn't Ivelisse here? She taking a break? I don't know. She's probably the she's one a, who gave Reginald the cucumbers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, girl. And, you know, I'm going to give props to Leila Gray because she really made Diamante look great here. She and did, it did. was mentioned in in the commentary that this is her fifth month into wrestling. Can you no me, way. How She's pretty charismatic. She has the attitude and all that. The skills, you know, it needs some polishing. Like, it's going to be great. Like, one day, you don't, we just don't expect her to do like some five star frog splash or something. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, I'm a bit, I'm impressed, quite frankly, when, you know, code red, one, two, three, and that's it. But, we're gonna go with the main event of Dark Elevation. My favorite where we, where one. We saw Riho up against Sakai Kawaiyana. It's action. Dun, dun. And my favorite there we go. match was when Justin <laughs> Roberts was about to say, "This is the main." That oh, she, then he just he got caught off by Ita. She was like, "Hi." Hey, hey. That was my favorite part. Reminds me of Jillian Hall. You know you won't last. I lied. Not but, you know, with this, this is classic Joshi wrestling. Quite frankly, oh my god, uh, Maki Ito and Riho is, in my opinion, this is an average Joshi wrestling. For the people who are saying that this is a great Joshi wrestling, I wouldn't go that far, but this is they pretty have. average, and it was really yeah. good for AEW. Like we've seen better matches, I would say, but I'm just so happy that they finally gave Maki Ito one last match before she had to go back to Japan. She's so going back to Japan. Maki, yeah, she's not fully signed, like. But here's the thing. I'm, 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 right. I have something to say about that later on. But, you know, with this match, this is a good proper send-off for her um, before she comes back whenever. And, you know, Riho and Maki, even in, like, the tacky match, it was already shown that they have a lot of great chemistry with each other. Maki with her whole head-butting situation. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riho, I really love the transition of the double knees into the bottom grab. That is such a beautiful transition. That was transition. so nice. Oh, my God. And I just oh, love shit. the contrast of colors of like Riho being white, the, like have the white and pink, and then Maki yeah, yeah. with the red. The red. very think with the colors with Japanese wrestlers, mm-hmm. I would say. I love that. And it was such a great contrast in colors. And you know, Riho with the win, with the much needed win in my needed. opinion. Needed. Holy like, shit. Like she's she's had like one, she had like she won against Serena Deeb, and the AEW was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> what did she lose to again? Was it Thunder Rosa? Yeah, it was under her. Oh, no okay. shame in there, but you know, she also lost a tag match and all. 
So yeah, um, we got the win for Riho. She did the double knees, one, two, three, and Maki Ito, you might be Riho. I really wait Riho first. I really hope that you're gonna be in some storyline because I am not gonna accept the fact that because like think about it. Out of all of the women in AEW, Riho has yet to be in a squash match. Actually, oh my god! Like even her old matches on like dark, she's because I believe Riho, she, she, she's like Sasha Banks. Like you can't have a, you can put her with anyone else, <laughs> you can put her with anyone true, else, and true, she would true. still have a great match. Mm-hmm. And to think that she's only twenty four years old, wow! <laughs> Come oh, on, Riho, you go crazy. Girl. So I'm really hoping that um she doesn't have. Maybe if you were to put her in dark or dark elevation, give her like some proper time with like let's say Maddie Rankowski, who's being pretty pushed, or like Tesha Price or something. Or give her a storyline. Come on, AEW, you have all of these shows, but no storylines for the women. So yeah, for Maki Ito, I am manifesting your win on Tokyo Joshi Pro's next show where she's actually going up against Rika Tatsumi for the Princess of Princess Championship, which is their main the championship. So I am oh, wow. that win for Makaito. Even though, like, realistically, I don't think she's going to win just because I think this is Rika's first or second defense. I'm not exactly sure. So I can dream. But Makaito, give it to her soon. Maybe not now, but soon. I feel like Ryo Mizunami is going to win the title. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? Like, I understand that she lost. I think she went back. You know? She went Question back mark. already. Question she couldn't mark. even give her a Mako treatment. Like, okay, you're losing title match, but at least have one more before you go. <laughs> I don't know. But I, don't I didn't. Think Mako's going anywhere anytime soon. Though. As she should. But fortunately. Fortunately. I didn't know that. What's her name? Mackie Ito was leaving. I just feel like I she got released with me not even knowing. Not, she wasn't released, but like, you know, it's the feeling. Because I didn't know that that was her last match here for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss her. But she she Damn. gave us like two weeks on and the state like on the AW stage. I know. We need to see her more. Give her a bigger platform. Why? Give her the title. Why? 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 <laughs> I just love her so much. We need more more wrestlers like her. She's a I gem. Need She's a gem. Oh my god. And <laughs> I'm really hoping that she gets some success. Success? Success. Success in Toki Joshi Pro. And I am man- I, I know it's a bit weird right now because it le- it looks like she's about to win two different championships, but you know, we're talking about AEW here, not Toki Joshi Pro. So <laughs> moving on yeah, to yeah. AEW Dark after Dark Elevation, we got our regular Dark and first up we got Leila Hirsch up against Savannah Evans. And I'm gonna be here with you. Usually I wouldn't care about the enhancement talents like on the matchups if it's an enhancement talents but this particular like matchup savannah evans looks like she could kick my motherfucking head off and to put her up against Layla hirsch was so <laughs> right like even this match it was pretty competitive we're a relatively short we match. i wouldn't even call this a squash a squash savannah evans looked like was pretty it? well in this my only con about it was how fast she tapped when Layla put her in the yeah, okay. arm bar. Yeah, but yeah. everything else, Savannah looked great. Layla looked great. She, all, should I say all elite Layla Hirsch? Because she's officially oh part my, of the AEW she's signed. So it really, it really like gives us more options on what she will do in the future. And hopefully, 
again, AEW, give her a storyline. I know, Lord. And is it just me, or are we, like, luck? Like, do we exceed, like, luck towards enhancement talents? Because remember when we were like, oh, my God, I really hope Red Velvet makes it big in AEW. And now she's, one of, she's number one. And then we yes. were like, Layla Hirsch is super impressive. I hope they make her break. And now she's signed. Girl. What's yeah, the Pi Bombshell Chanel. podcast team? What happened to Rishi Chanel? Oh my God. She hasn't been a- It's because she didn't, you know, accept no, something. That's I why. She got voodoo. No, I'm kidding. Not voodoo. <laughs> but yeah, I, I miss Rishi. Oh, super off topic. Anyways, back to the match. Layla Hirsch and Savannah Evans. This is the match I've been wanting from Dark, you know, competitive. I don't care if you give me three minutes. If you give me three minutes of quick roll-ups, quick technical That's wrestling, true. flips, or random ass shit like that, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it, because it makes both of them look good. Um, I do agree that Savannah shouldn't have tapped as fast, but understanding that she's sort of an enhancement talent, I can see why. You know, it makes the armbar look strong, but Layla Hirsch, all elite. I'll take it. Take it. We want to see more of Layla Hirsch now, definitely. And I'll be honest with you, um, these next few matches, for me, I was more interested in Dark this week than Dark Elevation. Ooh, so, okay. No, it's not. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna talk about more later on. But next up, we got Tasha Price up against Manila Pifford, who we haven't seen in such okay, a long Okay, now time. I see why you prefer this dark. Okay, I can. I agree. No, I agree. we. No, I am like even like the next few matches after that. First and foremost, I'm just so happy to see Penelope Pifford back with the additional show of AEW. I hope to see Ali wrestle again because actually, I don't know. You guys won't see it, but my name in this call right now is Missing Ali because I He's miss Ali, Ali so much. Where like, is she? She is women's championship material, guys. Like, what is she doing? Like, she's a manager, Bruh. but she is women's championship material. Come on, AEW. Don't waste that talent. So, with this match, it was just a great reintroduction to Penelope Ford. She did her cutter. One, two, three. Taz being thirsty for Kip and Penelope. And... Me being thirsty for Kip. <laughs> period. He has blonde hair now. That's how long yeah. it's been. Since we've we reviewed even, him. This is like the first time. He's had blonde hair for a while now, but this is the yeah, first time we've first reviewed time. him with blonde yeah. hair. I think we have to revoke his Hall of Fame card no, here. He's going to be our first Sonny. Two times. <laughs> he's your first Sonny. Take a look at Johnny Cardano's just started. here. And he's going to be like, he's take always a been look there. at what I started. Lord. I mean, he did start it. He was the first one. He literally so. did start it, though. He started a revolution. But you know what? But... I'm so happy to see Penelope Ford back. And hopefully we can more consistent storylines. No, I, I mean, knowing AEW, I don't see storylines. But more consistent ma- screen time for Penelope Ford. Mm-hmm. It's not manager-wise. So let's just see what happens with them. So do you have any comments, Troy? Well, I think I just really missed Penelope, which is why I really enjoyed seeing her do her acrobatic stuff. Because for the longest time in the past few months, she's just been, you know, like background character for Kip and Miro. And as much as I do like Kip and Miro's like dynamic as two comedic heels, girl, Penelope can do way better than just standing there and being pretty. She can look pretty and look devastating, bitch. And she did that. So... It's I hope she climbs the ranks because she needs it. 
she really wants if she can definitely like easily be one of the top women in AEW because she was for the longest time so you know she's she might have taken a back seat for a while but hopefully this doesn't hinder her capabilities and all but up next for me two pretty underrated matches that we got this week we got jasmine allure up against a revamped renew ready for action (laughs) kylan king and wow she looked amazing with her new look can we talk about whatever the hell that was that was face paint she was she's in her alicia flash era (laughs) (laughs) not alicia flash i mean spill though spill though but oh my god i'm glad that she changed things up like is it just me because she has a new song she even has a new theme song, you know. She's she's the Trish Stratus of the enhancement talent. Not said what I said. I said what I said. Um, but oh my god, when I said that getting an entrance was a women's championship for the enhancement talent, this is a Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> I, I don't know she might why as well she she's been here not, ever since the quarantine. Right? Exactly. And remember, like, whenever she had like these great matches, like we would honestly fangirl. Like, remember when she had this mm-hmm. match with. Nyla Rose, we were so Nyla Rose, we were so excited for that one, and, and then she got power bombed. But there was a match where she did a frog splash, and we were just like Lady Tapa, Lady Tapa. We were like, oh my god, pause, Kylan, where has this been? Um, I know she didn't do it again this week, but holy shit, I I have faith, I have faith that she's gonna be on Dynamite soon. Maybe Hopefully. not immediately pushed, but you know, at least something because. I think this is the first time we've seen an enhancement talent get a new look and a new theme song. You know, it's 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 really new. So I don't know where this is going, but this was a great match. So yeah, this was a really great match. And um I just gotta give props here to Jasmine Allure. And she really gave us these both of these women actually gave us Matt um things. I mean, like maneuvers that I didn't know they could do, like Jasmine Allure with this very ha- fast-paced sort of wrestling. And to think that she only started last year, which is pretty impressive. Kylan King with her Cesaro swing, not a not Cesaro swing, but with her swing and all, that was yeah. pretty impressive. And capping it off with, I'm trying to remember the name of the. I know it has a name now. It's not the, the test shocker. shocker. Wait, give me a second. <laughs> I don't remember the that. name. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it again. Wait, let me try to remember real quick while you're at it. Kingdom Falls. There we go. That's what okay. the Kingdom Falls. That's nice actually name. a really good nice name. name. The Casadorias that Jasmine Allure is pulling off. Pretty great chemistry. I enjoyed it. If this is what Dark's going to look like right now, looks like we're going to watch Dark more, <laughs> more. As we should. As so, we should. That's all I have to say. But up next, just as an exciting match, we got the final match in Dark. Maddie Rinkowski up against Vert Vixen. So Troy, go right ahead. <clears throat> you know what? Um, as long you know, taking away like you know the controversies behind Maddie Rinkowski, she can actually go in the ring. You know, it's you true. can take that away from her. Um, I believe this was only the second win she's had in her career in AW. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I remember she yeah. won one during yeah. the whole tournament like special. But oh wow, can she do a scissors kick? Like, girl. Like I know, I know maybe from like an audience perspective, it looks really simple. 
mm-hmm. you don't, I don't think people realize how high you have to have your foot up. Like you need to be flexible. You need to be quick. You need to have the timing. Like it's actually a really hard move. It's true. I still think Alicia has the best one, but it's true. Maddie's, Maddie's, it's also pretty good. I'll give it to her. And I think, yeah. Yeah, I think this match was pretty competitive too because Vert Vixen got to do her own stuff. You know, queen of, you know, standing total divas. That's what happens when you stand yeah, divas. So, stand total divas <laughs> I know. But, you know what? This is what I've been asking for the longest time. Like, I don't care if you give me like six or seven women's matches on dark. You gave me four this week and every single one of them gave me something to like. You know, and mm-hmm. you gave me a reason to to talk about it in a way that I'm fangirling, but girl, this is improvement. You know, when I when Same. we said baby steps before, this is even bigger steps. And I ho- I'm praying that they keep this up because I'm starting to get invested. I'm starting to get invested. So y'all better not Same. fuck this up. Don't mm. fuck this up, AEW. Y'all are really doing well. Which moves on to Dynamite, where before we talk about the amazing main event, a storm is coming. Jade Cargill makes her one-on-one debut up against Danny Jordan, of course. Queen. We expected enhancement talent. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it. I was like, oh, she's gonna have like a one-on-one match with like Danny Jordan or something. And guess what? She did. She literally did. Holy shit. And you know what? Two highlights for Jade Cargill here. German suplex. One of the best in the business. I don't care what the hell anyone says. And the glam slam. Glam slam. Wait, what's the name of it again? She named it something. I know it's like something, but the glam slam. Okay, let's go with the glam slam. Let's call it that. One, two, three. Jade Cargo for the win. A little bit of an altercation with Red Velvet. What is next for Jade Cargo? Whatever it is, I am living. I think she needs a feud with Velvet one-on-one. And then after that, she can go for the title. Because I think it'll be too quick if she goes for the title. Um, so at least like a filler feud with Velvet, but I really hope Velvet gets something too in return. I will say though, for that German suplex, I know people be praising um, Jade Cargill a lot because I know she carried Danny like she was nothing. But can we talk about how Danny sold that shit? She looked like she landed on the back of her neck and she did it safely because she's not injured or anything, but she made it look devastating too. And I have to give her that. That is a crazy ass bump. I've never seen um Danny Jordan take that type of bump ever. So at least now we know what she's capable of. She's capable of making other girls look good. And she also gave a glam slam. Not us calling it the glam slam, but Jade's finisher looked pretty mean too. I think she looked like she was. Because remember how I said Velvet sold it like Layla? I'm thinking of who, who she sort of. <laughs> Reminded me of in terms of selling the glass. Yeah, I can see selling like Rosa Mendes, not gonna lie. Oh my god, the legend Rosa Mendes. Actually, I can the see that. Original media. Rosa. The original Rosa. <laughs> original Lucha Libre in women's <laughs> wrestling. Not the Lucha Libre. <laughs> but yeah, amazing move. Jade should definitely Take keep that. No, don't even. She inspired a generation, but I also want to see the spine buster more. She should use it as a signature. It's amazing. The Devo drop, my bad. The, the Devo, Devo drop. drop. And up next, we got a lights out, unsanctioned match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. 
And I'm just going to put it right out there. I love the little introduction that they have. She's like, AEW is not responsible for the actions of this. I'm like, oh, we have some legitimacy. I was like, okay, bitch. Race. I was like, but my only con about that little introduction was the lights were off for like one second. True. I was like, the pause. Da-da. I was like, why is it so bright in here, girl? Yeah. I was like, so we got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, up against Thunder Rosa. And Troy, I'm going to give you the floor on this one. We're right ahead. Girl, when, when that opening thing, that warning came out, I was like, okay, this is not going to be a match, girl. This is going to be a war. <laughs> and a war it was. Like, holy hell. From start to end, this match did not disappoint at all. Like, the the man the bell didn't even ring yet, but they were at each other's necks already. Well, Reba came in. <laughs> she hit Rosa, not, not Rosa, Thunder Rosa. She hit her with a crutch, and you know from there it all started. Britt Baker started it off with a slingshot spear. Okay, I see you, Miss Johnny Gargano. But <laughs> oh my god, I have uh, this might be one of my favorite women's matches on AW. Forever, forever since since the start if not the my favorite actually i don't know this just had so much intensity and i understand that the build-up was not the best i think we can all agree with that the build-up was yep. not the best they mm-hmm. got built up every three two weeks, weeks. three weeks you know so it, the reason why it's been long term is because they stalled it for so long <laughs> that's why it's long term but true. let's just pretend that it's you know, it's long-term storytelling. It's been months in the making. But the wor- the wait was worth it. I would say the wait was worth it. Like, I know these two have had a match already. You know, the, the usual singles match. But this match just raised the bar. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. I have not... I haven't seen a mat- a women's match this physical ever since Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven in ICW if that's the correct name of the company. When they had like barbed wires and all of that, I was like, holy hell. Queen of the cage match? Queen of the cage match, girl. So many, you know? But I think this is where, this is the part where I like AEW more than WWE. It's how they can go extreme. It's how they can go non-PG and just be unapologetic about it. Because WWE, they would never do that. The greatest that they can do is call each other a bitch. <laughs> That's the farthest PG that we can go. Exactly. So um, there's there's just been so much crazy ass spots in this match. Like, although I will say I, before I get to the positives, just the quick cons. The part where they they were bleeding, it was very obvious when the camera would pan out mm-hmm. to someone else so that the ref could give them the blade. I know, I know what happened, bitch. Yes, you yeah. don't even cut it out. But we all know it's the safest way to bleed. Okay, so I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but this match just left me speechless. I think it's really refreshing because for the longest time, we haven't had extreme, like, hard-hitting, crazy-ass matches, you know, in the women's division. And this just proved it, that the girls can go just as hard as the guys. Like, holy hell. You know, the ladder spot from the top rope, girl. Death Valley Driver, the thumbtack. What else? Reba. Reba went through a damn table. Okay. She she even Stephanie went through a table at Mania. You know, she's on that level now. Yes. <laughs> the menagerie could never. <laughs> Not the menagerie. <laughs> but oh my god, I was just really impressed. The thing here is that 
AEW has been capable of doing this for so long. And why haven't they? You know, this just raised the bar so much for the women in any wrestling company at all. This was mm-hmm. this was my favorite match of the week, hands down. And I'm saying this as a Sasha stand because Sasha had a match with Naya. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna wow. go far as saying personally, this is my favorite match of 2021 so far. Of the year. Okay. I'm not even I'm not the well, year. Mm-hmm. Well, aside from Julian Hall's return, but singles, this is mm-hmm. my favorite. But, yes. You know what? Before I say every single spot here, you go ahead because I've just been speechless for this match. So, yes, I'm just going to go here and say every single spot. But before I say that, <laughs> I'm just going to give props to Reba, who is, such, who is really great in this match with all of her interactions. But my personal favorite that not a lot of people are talking about was when the crowd was fun chanting, Thunder Rosa. She was like, DMT. She was the only Rosa, one who was. DMT. <laughs> she was the only one screaming that. You know what? There can be, a, there, there, there can be, there can be 100 people in the room. And if 99 of them are standing Rosa, Reba's there to stand Brit. Actually, I'll be there to stand Brit too. I don't, I don't know what y'all yes. say. This match Brit. was just everything. It was the thumbtacks for me. Like, wow. Like, for me, they sh- I thought they were going to end up at the thumbtacks, so not going to lie. But Same. Same. I was a bit... I was, and it really left me at the edge of my seat because surprisingly, I don't know why, but there's something about AEW that I never know who went, who wins the match. Is it just me? Before I watch it, I never hold. I mean, like, Same. no, even like on social media, like people never say, then there was a defeated Britt Baker. No, I don't see that. I just yeah, see like it's a great it. match. I don't know why, but there's something about AEW which doesn't necessarily spoil it. So when I saw this match, I was just like in shock. And that finish, like that kept me at the edge of my seat. Like, sure, the Thunder Driver may have, um, been hit but i was thinking oh brit's on top of at that point if you look at it brit was on top of thunder so it wasn't gonna lead to that like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i was i actually thought that the ref was gonna start counting because brit was on top of rosa and her shoulders were down so i it would it would have been a cool ending if like the ref just counted to three and brit won but rosa said oh it's just a table. Let me stand up and pin her. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. I was so shocked with every single thing in this match. It was just women's wrestling to its core. And I'm in love with Britt Baker right now. That shot of her going to blood, just going that. It was giving me Carrie. And no. Wow, I'm just so... They're putting it on t-shirts now, she, actually. Why isn't she champion? Why isn't she champion? Like, I know Thunder Rosa may have been the winner here, but Thunder Rosa is a free agent. So I don't, as much as I would love AEW to make her win the championship, I just don't see her winning the championship unless she has been officially signed to AEW. Because, you know, she's been popping out in like NWA where she's really signed and like Warrior Wrestling and AEW, even before the pandemic, Tokyo Joshi Pro and so on and so forth. So we could see Thunder Rosa in a lot of things, but she's what point stand is she's not AEW's signee or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Britt Baker, wow. Just fucking wow. I want to know how AEW stops this off because if this is start of the fresh restart or something of the women's division, I would like to see how this goes. Sheeta, I'm hoping that you get the main event too one day. And I am manifesting that this match and this energy towards the women's division carries on to the title picture. Do we think it will, though? 
god. Although I will I say, I don't know either. But remember last week when I was like, I hope this is an a, like a hidden number one contendership match. Do you think it was because Shida was backstage watching it and she was but praying? So was Jade Cargill. And so was Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa. Wait. I can see that happening with Britt going against Sheeta. I don't know. At this point, I don't know where the hell they're going with it. You know, Battle Royale to face Exactly. And then Jillian comes back too. Oh my god, Jillian and Maki Ito with a duet. Jillian Jillian can be the the I know can be like the joker and she will be the second woman to enter <laughs> both the royal rumble, rumble. and the casino battle royale mercedes was, the, was first. the first mercedes Who? yeah Where mercedes I? was the first mercedes. Yeah. okay the I'm one wrong. and only person mm-hmm. so i'm just hoping that we definitely get more of this energy towards aew because they've had such a big week for women's wrestling but I just want to say the first women's main event of any AEW event was Maki Ito versus Riho. So not I mean, not this one. It was Maki. This was good. First dynamite, I would say, is this, and wow, just wow. Hopefully, AEW yeah. don't fuck this up, please. So that's actually anyway. Anything more to say? Keep it up. Keep up the good work. That is it. You know, something that we need is consistency from AW. And I hope it is. I hope it, they keep it up. We need it. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> but not, without further ado, that is actually the end of today's episode. And that was such a fun enjoy to watch, to to. Re- to review. WrestleMania is right around the corner. So hopefully that will also give us that amount. Yeah. I feel like we should divide it into two parts. Yeah, I feel like they did. You know, we can we can we enjoy both of them. We should. Mm-hmm. Let's just see. Let's just see. And you know what? Let's just see what happened with that. And if you want to see me um tweet a special announcement very soon. And guys, I, in case you missed it, by the way, our interview with Ring the Bells DS Shin is going to come out this Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. And if you want to see me tweet about another coming upcoming interview, oh my god, we're getting booked. Right? We're getting if booked, And if you want to see me gag over this next interview as well, because it's very soon. We don't have a date for when we're going to release it, but it's happening very soon. You can follow me at TroyPBP. And that is actually kind of it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much and see you soon. Bye-bye.